Hi, my name is Tecla Francesco, and I'm trying to spread the word about how practicing the law of attraction can significantly improve your physical and mental health. Join me and like-minded friends to learn more about gratitude and how to manifest health and wellness beyond your wildest dreams. Get ready to transform your life as I share my journey about harnessing the power of the law of attraction to achieve abundance. From overcoming chronic pain to eliminating daily anxiety to treating a mental illness, I've experienced so much and I can't wait to share my proven principles and techniques with you. My goal is for you to leave our weekly episodes with easy and actionable steps to implement effortlessly into your day-to-day life so you can reach your own personal health and wellness goals. So let's dive right in. Hello, and welcome back to Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. I am your host, Tekla, and I like to start every episode with something I'm thankful for in my life. This week, I am so grateful I was able to explore Morocco. We stayed in a small coastal town called Tangier, and we happened to be traveling at the beginning of Ramadan. For those of you that aren't familiar with Ramadan, it's a month-long period of fasting, prayer, and spiritual reflection observed by Muslims worldwide. For the entire month, observing Muslims abstain from food and drink from dusk until dawn. That's no food or water the entire day, from sunrise until sunset. And it is summer, so the sun rises around 6 a.m. and sets around 7 p.m. The purpose of Ramadan is to develop self-discipline, to purify your soul, to strengthen your connection with God, and to empathize with those who are less fortunate. So we're out exploring the markets and historic sites, and almost everyone around us is in the midst of Ramadan. On the second night, we had a later dinner and just happened to be walking through the streets to the restaurant at sunset. As we walked, the streets came alive. The town came alive. Everyone came out to eat and connect with friends and family all around us. Restaurants and cafes that had been closed during the day opened up and people were everywhere. And to our surprise, Almost every single person we walked by offered us their food. They warmly and genuinely invited us to join them for their meal, making us feel so welcomed. These people hadn't had anything to eat or drink in over 13 hours, friends, and they were offering up their food to us left and right. It was truly humbling to witness such selflessness and kindness. I walked past a man who was sitting on the stoop of a building by himself, and you could tell that he wasn't well off. He had rips in his clothing. He was a little disheveled. He had this little canister of soup, maybe two cups full. And as I was passing him, he asked me if I wanted some. He extended the soup with both arms and was beyond willing to share that with me. And I was so moved by that, and I know it's something I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. I'm kind of tearing up now talking about it. I later learned that offering food is a really meaningful and significant part of Ramadan because it embodies the spirit of compassion and solidarity, which are important pillars of the holy month. 
experiencing that has really given me a new perspective because I felt the kindness and generosity so deeply. And these people, they knew that we weren't local and likely not practicing. We stood out. It was so obvious. It just struck a chord with me and reminded me that people aren't always out for themselves. People care about other people. Community in the true sense of the word is not lost. There are good people in this world and kindness is abundant. We just have to be willing to open our eyes and observe it. And on that note, let's get into our topic for today. I want to talk about something that will change the way you think and see the world almost instantly. Today, we're going to talk about the reticular activating system. The reticular activating system, or RAS for short, is a part of the brainstem, which is located at the base of the brain and is responsible for regulating consciousness and alertness and plays a critical role in our ability to filter and prioritize sensory information. So basically, it's the part of the brain that acts as a filter for all of the information that our senses take in from the world around us. To give you some context, the human brain processes anywhere from 11 million to 400 billion bits of information per second. Imagine that your brain is like a search engine, and the RAS is the algorithm that filters the results based on what you're searching for. For instance, when you type a specific word into a search engine, it's going to sift through the millions of web pages to find the ones that are most relevant to you. In the same way, the RAS filters out what's important to us and what's not, based on what we focus on and give our attention to. I want to give you a real-life example of your RAS in action. Have you ever been in a noisy room and kind of struggled to hear someone that's talking to you? But then suddenly, someone across the room mentions your name and you instantly tune into that conversation, even though they're not directly speaking to you. That's your RAS at work. It picks up on things that are relevant to you, even amidst a lot of background noise. So why do we care about the RAS? When our RAS recognizes something is important, it starts filtering out all of the distractions and irrelevant information and starts bringing to our attention the things that are in alignment with our desires. This is where the law of attraction and manifestation come into play. When we focus on what we want, we're essentially notifying our RAS that that thing is important to us. And in return, our RAS brings relevant information to our attention and seeks out the opportunities that are in alignment. Let's say you have a desire to improve your hydration levels by drinking more water. You might start to notice more opportunities to hydrate throughout the day. You spot water bottles and fountains everywhere you turn. You can't help but notice other people sipping on water in public places. You may even come across resources and information on how to stay hydrated. For example, the benefits of drinking water and the signs of dehydration. It's not that you weren't exposed to these things before. It's just that your RAS filtered them out because they were deemed unimportant. This is where things get really interesting because the RAS can be a double-edged sword. 
it's important to note that the RAS will also filter out the things that we're not paying attention to. That's why it's so critical to focus on what we want rather than what we don't want. If we're constantly thinking about the things we don't want, our RAS will start filtering out the things we do want. Let's say you have a habit of constantly worrying about your health and the possibility of getting sick. You may start to see more information about illnesses or diseases in news articles or posts on social media. You may also start to notice more physical symptoms, even though they're not actually indicative of any illnesses, but because you've put your health under a microscope, they're coming to your attention. By focusing on this fear, you're telling your RAS that it's important to you. And as a result, your RAS will start filtering out those so-called distractions and instead start bringing your attention to the things that are in alignment with your fear of getting sick. Not only does focusing on the undesired outcomes lower our vibrational frequency, our brain literally starts to block other things from our attention so we can continue to focus on what we've deemed is important. So a quick summary of what we just talked about. Your RAS filters out information based on what you've deemed is important. It also updates that filter to adjust its focus based on what you're giving the most attention to. So to optimize your RAS for manifestation, you have to identify and acknowledge what's important to you, and then you have to continue to focus on those things, or they'll get filtered out. We talk a lot about synchronicities on the podcast, these moments of meaningful coincidence that show us we're on the right soul path. Your RAS plays a significant role here too. Let's say you're seeking guidance on a major decision in your life. You've set the intention to find clarity and direction, and you're actively visualizing and affirming your desired outcome. As a result, your RAS is on high alert and is filtering out distractions that could cloud your judgment. Suddenly, you're noticing synchronicities that seem to point you in the right direction. You might overhear a conversation that provides insight or receive a timely message from a friend that resonates with your situation. You may even see repeating angel numbers such as 1111 or 222 that you intuitively feel is a sign from the universe. These synchronicities may seem like chance occurrences, but they are actually the result of our focused intention and the RAS filtering out the noise so it can bring these meaningful signs to our attention. However, if you stop looking for those synchronicities and you focus elsewhere, those signs are going to start to pass you by and your RAS will stop alerting you to them. And that's something we absolutely do not want. For me, synchronicities provide valuable guidance, validation, and confirmation that I'm on the right track. I think for all of us, they can also serve as a source of inspiration and motivation to keep moving forward on our path. So how have I noticed this show up in my life? Well, ever since I've made these major life changes, I've been feeling a little out of control and I have times where I'm not sure I'm headed in the right direction. And that's where I really lean into these signs and symbols to validate that I'm on the right path. For me, those signs appear most frequently in angel numbers. 
I see angel numbers several times a day, and that has been my indication that I am where I need to be. Angel numbers can appear in a variety of ways, including on clocks, license plates, receipts, or anywhere else you might see a number, on street addresses or house numbers even. The most common angel numbers are repetitive sequences such as 111-222-333 all the way up to 999. Each number has its own meaning and significance, and they can appear in different combinations to convey different messages. For example, seeing the number 111 repeatedly indicates that you're on the right path and you should continue to follow your intuition and inner guidance. Seeing 444 is a sign of spiritual protection and a reminder to trust in the universe and your angels. Seeing 555 signifies that major changes and transformations are on the horizon. Look, I'm not religious at all, but regardless of your beliefs, paying attention to angel numbers can be a powerful way to tune into your intuition and spiritual guidance. In the past, I've seen angel numbers and kind of paused quickly, had a brief moment of excitement, and then moved on with my day. That said, I recently learned that whenever you see an angel number, you should stop for a bit longer and reflect on what you were thinking about or doing when you saw it. That can give you more insight into what exactly is being validated. This totally changed the game for me. I feel like I have an internal narrative playing all the time in my head, and I just think and think, especially when I'm alone. It's safe to say there's a lot going on up there, so I had a lot to work with. When I first started practicing this, it was hard because I was way too slow. By the time I registered that I had seen an angel number and gone back to recover that thought, whatever I was thinking had left my brain completely. Now I see an angel number, and quite easily, I'm able to recall what I was ruminating on. The thing I like most about this is it gives you so much more information to work with. I'm able to identify if I was thinking or talking about my career or passions or what I want my future house to look like. I find it really interesting to explore, and I must say it's pretty cool when you're thinking about something you notice a repeating number and you realize, hmm, there's something there. Let's keep pursuing that. You won't know exactly what it is, but that doesn't really matter because remember, the how we're going to get there isn't our job to figure out. That's up to the universe. When I started curating my thoughts to ensure my Raz was notifying me of these signs and symbols, I got to a point where I was afraid I might be missing something important. And I kind of got caught up in that for a while. I was scared there were things I wasn't seeing or noticing and they were vital messages for me. And that's when I came across a quote that really resonated deeply with me. You know when something just clicks and your perspective changes? Well, that's what happened to me. It said, The things that are meant for us will never pass us by. And that's when I stopped worrying. If something is meant for me, and I don't internalize it, it will come back and present itself in another way. I'm sure of it. I fundamentally believe that what is meant for you will come to you in the right moment. So don't let that worry you, friends. 
Now, I want to get to the fun part. This week, I want you to undertake a fun little experiment. Let's explore the power of your RAS by focusing on a specific type of animal. If you're listening to this kind of late in the day, start this tomorrow. I want you to choose an animal that you find fascinating or have a particular interest in. It could be anything from a dolphin, a tiger, a hummingbird, to a spider, or even a unicorn if you're feeling imaginative. I don't care what it is, just pick any animal. Set the intention to notice this animal in the next 24 to 48 hours. You can do this by saying to yourself, I'm going to notice a unicorn today, or by visualizing that animal in your mind. As you go about your day, pay attention to how your brain starts to filter out distractions and brings your attention to things that relate to that animal. For example, if you chose a dolphin, you may start noticing images of dolphins on posters or ads, overhearing conversations about dolphins, or seeing dolphins in a movie or TV show. You may even come across articles or social media posts about dolphins or spot dolphins in unexpected places like artwork or clothing. Try and keep an open mind and be curious about the things you notice related to your chosen animal. Don't put parameters on the version of the animal you're going to see. Like, don't say, I want to see a real dolphin swimming around in the ocean right now. I want you to be surprised by the different forms of dolphins that your brain starts to notice, like a stuffed animal dolphin, or a sign in a store, or a pin on somebody's jacket, or maybe even a dolphin on a backpack of a school kid. When you really set the intention and start to actively focus on seeing that animal, it's going to present to you in a way that's going to blow your mind. When I experimented with this, I set the intention to see a blue butterfly. I wanted something that I thought was more challenging, so I made sure to specify the color because how often do you really see a blue butterfly? Well, friends, the next day I got a text from someone I hadn't spoken to in months, maybe almost a year. And what do you think it included? An emoji of a blue butterfly. Of course, obviously it was blue. And I can promise you, I didn't even know that there was a butterfly emoji. I definitely don't go around texting people and including butterflies, ever. And that was the last place I expected to see a blue butterfly come through. I also want to tell you about a story I heard of a man who did a similar test. He was doing his experiment to prove that the law of attraction is real. So, slightly different intention to us, but I wanted to share it with you because I just loved it. He set the intention to come across a red thimble. He goes weeks and weeks without seeing one, and he kind of forgets about it. And a few months later, he's in a workshop or something. Can't remember exactly what it was. Anyway, there's this giant trunk filled with little figurines and objects and all of this stuff. All the items in that trunk, though, aren't much bigger than a thumbnail, okay? The idea was that you were going to get blindfolded and you had to pull something out of the trunk and then you'd have to use that thing in the workshop activities. So what does he pull out of the trunk, friends? It was a fucking thimble. This is an example of how signs that are meant for you won't pass you by. This guy, out of thousands and thousands of toys and trinkets in that trunk, pulls out a red thimble? 
Are you joking? I wanted to end on that note because it's such a great story. And I think it really encompasses all the things we talked about today. So just a friendly reminder before you leave me today about the giveaway happening right now. For anyone that leaves a new review on Apple Podcasts, they will receive a complimentary 25-minute live one-on-one session with me. There's absolutely no cost to you at all. All the details will be in the show notes, so please scroll down on this episode and give those a read. This will be running for a limited time only, and it truly requires less than five minutes of your time. During the one-on-one session, we can cover anything you'd like relating to the law of attraction or anything we've talked about on the podcast. Whether that's about how to increase your daily vibration or how to release beliefs that are holding you back. Whatever it is, I am here for it. I am really excited to be offering this exclusively to my podcast listeners. Again, I'm going to leave all the details in the podcast show notes for you, and I'm excited to talk with you soon and get to know you better. If you want to see and hear more about my European adventures, you can follow me on social, on Instagram or TikTok, at Heal Yourself with L-O-A. That's Heal Yourself with L-O-A. L-O-A as in Law of Attraction. I'm also on Pinterest at Tecla D. Francesco if that's your thing. All of those links are in the show notes for you too. All right, friends, that's all for today. Peace, love, and mung beans. Bye.